0: What's up, you beautiful motherfuckers? I know we missed last week, and we do apologize for that, but we're back with vengeance with podcast number eight for you. Since we missed last week, we decided to switch it up a little bit this time, and we talked a little bit more about personal stuff about myself and Matt. So we talked about some of our most embarrassing moments, what we would do if we won the lottery, and about getting our grandmother high. We will still be doing some of the more structured podcasts as well. However, we will try to break it up from time to time with one of these more freeform podcasts about, like, what's on our minds. So sit back, relax, and let our words go into your ears. As always, we'll catch you on the other side. You are now listening to the Random Words Podcast, a podcast about nothing and everything. Prepare your anus. Thanks for joining us.
1: This is going to be great. We're off to a swimming start, guys.
0: Thanks for joining us once again here on the Random Words Podcast. I'm Jason. He's Matt.
1: What's up, motherfuckers?
0: And We're here to put some random words in your ear holes. Now, I will say, I'll apologize that we weren't here last week. We skipped a week. I mean, granted, no one fucking listens to this podcast anyway. So, I mean, it's not the biggest of deals, but we weren't here last week because, uh, to be frankly honest, we we let it go too late.
1: We've been through college. We know how to procrastinate with the best of them, so we use that skill to uh, not do a podcast.
0: Yeah, so we were like, well, we're going to do it Friday, and then Friday comes up. Okay, well, you know, let's do this bitch Saturday. Saturday comes up. Well, we'll knock it out Sunday. Of course, didn't get around to it. Got too late. Didn't really have anything we wanted to talk about, so we just said, fuck it, we'll come back next week, because once again, no one's listening at this point anyway.
1: And we justified that by saying that we were going to restructure everything and uh, lay out a new way of doing this shit, being more prepared, being on the ball, having topics ready, all this stuff. Uh, we didn't do that.
0: No, not even in the slightest.
1: Not even a little.
0: We didn't even talk about topics. Nope. I mean, we found a few different few different stories, a few different articles we wanted to talk about, but we didn't really structure anything like we said we were going to.
1: Not even slightly.
0: So, I mean, that's how we're going to start out today. Uh, but I mean, I guess since we, you know, we we missed a week, so you know, we thought we'd go ahead and switch it up this week. Actually, you did. You you came up with the idea, so I think it's a pretty good idea as well. We talk a lot about different facts and stuff like that on here, different uh, news articles, different you know happenings in the world. Um, but we haven't really talked too much about ourselves. So we were going to try to keep this at least the the start of this podcast a little bit more personal, a little bit more in depth into both of us, both of our lives. So you want to start out? Ah, uh, sure. So, let's give a general breakdown. So, let's go with how old are you, what did you want to be when you were a kid, favorite color, and uh, where do you see yourself in 10 years?
1: I am 20 years old. I always wanted to be a pilot whenever I grew up, or something in the medical field. I was always back and forth, maybe a pilot medical doctor. I could do CPR while flying a plane.
0: I don't think that's a thing, but we'll go with it.
1: Sure. Favorite color? Uh, Green. Green. Wow, really? Emerald green. I didn't know that. That's my thing.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we can be friends anymore.
1: I know your favorite color is uh, shitty red. Hey, hey,
0: hey! Don't tell them. You, Come on, that's my punchline.
1: Your phone's red. Your vape's red. Everything you have in your fucking room's red. <laughs> your computer's red. Your backgrounds are red. The background for our podcast is red. Yo, dog! I heard you like red.
0: Okay, don't judge me. All right, well, this is the, we're getting off topic. We're about you again. Okay, right. so green's favorite color. Um, what was the fucking next thing we said? It was something. It was definitely something. Uh, the last thing was, where do you see yourself in 10 years? But there was one thing before that, wasn't there?
1: I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know either.
0: Where do you see yourself in 10 years?
1: I see myself more than likely sitting at some dead-end-ass job, making about eh, 50 grand a year, uh, barely paying bills, and probably drinking myself to a slow grave. Um, maybe a lot of strippers and cocaine. Yeah.
0: So that so the average American life?
1: Yes. Very absolutely. average.
0: All right. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's probably where I see myself as well. So I guess, you know, I'll go in with, you know, generics on myself. I am twenty-five. Uh, favorite color is red, as we've already established, which is the supreme color. Green can go fuck itself. That's
1: rude. Yeah, well, hey, together we can be Christmas. I don't want to be Christmas. We we can be Father's Christmas.
0: No, I want I want to be
1: we Father's bring, Christmas. We can we can bring the gay in Christmas. I don't I
0: don't know where you're going with this. I don't either. But uh, <laughs> I would rather be Halloween because it's kind of edgy, I, I like being edgy. So Halloween's my dig. He always plays Reaper. I'm like Revere Maine. No, I I fucking hate Reaper. I'll never play
1: him. Edge Lord.
0: Okay. Uh. So what what else did we say? Um. Uh, where do I see myself in ten years? Uh. Pretty much the same. Probably dead end job. I'm hoping actually, more than likely I'll end up going back and getting the bachelor's degree, getting some manager job, working a decent wage. You know, thirty bucks and, still 30 dead bucks end. an Hour. I mean, yeah, still dead end. But I mean, you know, at least not horribly middle class. Maybe a little bit above average, but. Not where you know, not anywhere we want to be. I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe this fucking podcast takes off. Maybe we start doing some shit with that. Maybe we're the next Joe Rogans. Yeah, maybe we're the next Joe Rogans. There's multiple Joe Rogans. There is, man. It's a a
1: government conspiracy.
0: (laughs) Joe Rogan has a twin double that he doesn't talk about, named John Rogan. (laughs) John Rogan. John Rogan is best. Or Joseph Rogan.
1: No.
0: No, no, not Joe and Joseph. Not Joe and Joseph. I don't think anybody would hate their kids that much to do that to them.
1: Oh no, I'd be okay with that. I'd probably do that to my kids. Yeah, the little fuckers deserve it. I mean, let's be honest.
0: Yeah, I mean, the only reason I would have kids is so I'd have somebody go grab a beer for me. Like, hey, you little fuck Dan, go grab a beer.
1: So you want slaves?
0: Yes. Slaves. Jason is pro-slavery. Pro-slavery if it involves me having kids and not having to pay them and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely.
1: What about if it involves you having another race and not having to pay them?
0: Okay, see, now you're starting to get me into a trap, and I don't like this anymore. I'm going to pull back. I don't like slavery, <laughs> unless it's my own child. And then 100% total slaves.
1: 100% cutting this together, putting, I like slavery.
0: (laughs) No, you're not, because you're not going to edit this, so we're good. And speaking of, you edited the last podcast we did, and in that podcast, there was a time where I I fucked up saying something, you called me on it, and I was like, oh yeah, well, I'm just going to cut this out, no one's ever going to hear it, and you're like, oh no, you're going to have to leave it in. Well, it just so happens that my smart ass decided, hey, let's get Matt to actually edit one of these podcasts for once, just in case I can't do it for whatever reason one week, and he needs to know how to do it, and of course it was that podcast, so then... We got to the part that I wanted to edit out, and you left it in.
1: I mean, it's got to be said that, I mean, besides that fact, that I did pretty good in editing it for my first shot.
0: Uh, it wasn't bad. You it wasn't eat, the worst. You can eat a
1: big bundle of dick, sir. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, you did fun. I mean, granted, you had somebody sitting there holding your hand telling you what the fuck to do. I had to figure the shit out all by myself.
1: By YouTube videos.
0: No, I mean, honestly, mostly. But I've worked with audio programs before, so most of it was pretty intuitive to me. Uh, we use Audacity, so it was all pretty intuitive as far as... Uh, just the generics of audio editing because i've done it
1: before so. yeah i mean it's pretty similar to any computer program you would use you know just like using excel or something like that you know you click different fucking tools they do different things you learn what those things do and you're good
0: yeah i mean if you just scroll over the tool it tells you what the fuck it is and when it says the cut tool you're like oh i bet this will cut some shit out and then hey what do you know cut some shit out so yeah it's not too bad and i've, I've also worked with a little bit of video editing and shit like that
1: yeah the only other software like that that I really fucked was camtasia
0: yeah camtasia as well for me i mean i used to make uh WoW videos for our, uh, our guild back when I was playing World of Warcraft, and uh, so I did a little bit of audio, or excuse me, a little bit of video editing with uh, Camtasia as well, so going into audio editing wasn't too bad, I was pretty familiar with it, and also in seventh grade we made a, uh, <laughs> we made a, well I say we, me and my friends, so I primarily hung out with uh, with a lot of the black kids, right, I was, I was the, the black white kid, you know, that guy.
1: And to break this down for you guys, like he wore matching shoes to a shirt with matching laces to a shirt every single day.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you had to be fresh, man.
1: Like, cause if you, if you weren't, if your shit wasn't on point, then you got roasted. You don't want to get roasted. And and also to clarify, this wasn't in a big town or anything like that. Your graduating class was probably 150.
0: 150, probably.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it, it wasn't a big town by any means. So No, it was, I mean, it was a really it, small country It man. wasn't like you were playing to a large population there. It was a very small, minute, majority white town.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, I had to peacock, you know? Had a peacock. You have to peacock. I mean, the bitches love peacocking.
1: Bitches love peacocks. Yeah, get that right bitch peacock.
0: First. I mean, 100%. <laughs> but, I mean, no, with, like, with the shoes, you know, I mean, I had to... Because I, I had the bapes, right? The bathing apes. You know, a lot of people don't even know... That's, like, the real ghetto shoes. Like, you know, they had Spider-Man. They had... So, there's all, like, cartoon characters and shit like that. So, I had, like, Ghostbuster babes. I had... The Hulk, I had Spider-Man, I had fucking The Flash, I had Batman, I had all this other crazy shit, and so obviously all, and they had really bright colors, they were really bright polyester colors, and so then you match, you know, like, so Batman was a really bright, vibrant yellow uh, with black on the shoe, obviously, and then it had the Batman symbol on it, and so then, of course, you wear some black shoes with yellow laces, and then a black and yellow shirt, or a black shirt with a yellow undershirt, or something like that, and then you look fresh as fuck, so I mean, And then you you are our school mascot. Yeah, I mean, 100%. Black and yellow. Yeah, I mean... Honestly, every time I went to football practice, like coming into the new season over summer, or excuse me, every time I like we started the new year, my coaches would always like, oh, what's Jason wearing today? You know, like that was like a little mini game for the coaches. They always want to see the new shoes. You know, what do you have on? Because I was the freshest fucking kid there. I mean, because when you're hanging out with black kids as a white dude, right, you have to be fresh as fuck or you're going to get roasted. You have to be the freshest out of all the black kids. Because if you're not, you're going to get fucked up. You know, I mean, you're just going to, they're not going to let you live it down because, I mean, they can, you know, any any of any of my black friends, they can look, you know, like they just look trashy as fuck. You know, Jalen could look trashy as fuck. And you couldn't say shit to him. But if I just if I wasn't clean as fuck, I would get roasted. So I did that to to, to stop myself
1: from getting roasted from my friends. So to clarify, you don't give that many fucks anymore. No, <laughs> no, no, not a single You, you have one pair of shoes you usually wear and a pair of boots?
0: A pair of shoes that I wear with everything and a pair of work boots. I mean once you get out I mean honestly that was a that was a big thing going into college for me uh, once I got out of fucking high school you can really see the change of no one really gives a fuck anymore because once I got into college and you know we just went to a little junior college but even still like you go in there and so like in high school right there you would not find a girl that didn't have her makeup on that didn't have her hair done all this shit looked you know and just had the clothes perfect would could not find a girl like that you go to fucking college that first that first semester of junior college You do not see a girl in there, especially like morning classes, like 7 a.m., 8 a.m. classes. You don't see a girl in there with makeup on. You don't see her with her hair done. That shit's up in a messy bun with a hoodie on, half asleep, no makeup. No one gives a fuck anymore. It's it's this really big transition. Like once you get out of high school, you realize no one really fucking cares. Like all those cliques and all that shit in high school really doesn't mean shit in the real world. You can look as fucked up as you want and no one cares because everyone feels the fucking same.
1: Yeah, no one really gives a fuck until you get up into corporate level. Then, if you're not wearing the nicest fucking suit, everyone's going to tear you a new one.
0: Exactly. Because, well, but I think corporate level is very, you know, cl- or very similar to high school. Very clicky. Yeah. The, you know, you're going to have the clicks up at, that, up at that high of a level. But I mean, the, just what we're doing now, no one fucking cares, man. There's not a single fucking person in there who's trying to impress anybody. So, no, it's definitely all faded away.
1: So, um, we've heard about some of your high school exploits, so, like, what would be the most embarrassing shit that ever happened to you then?
0: Hmm. The the most embarrassing shit, I would have to say, would probably be, so, girl I did it in high school, we'll call her Sandy. Uh, Obviously, we don't want to throw out anybody's name, throw anybody under the bus. or And her last name was Hook. Wow. (laughs) Holy shit. You fucking went there, all right? Well, there you go. Uh, I guess, well, I mean, it's not too soon, I guess, so I, I'll go with it. Holy fuck. So, Sandy Hook, she was a great girl. I fucking loved her. Uh,
1: did, she, did she like guns?
0: Oh, we're getting into topics that we shouldn't be getting into. This is going to be great. Uh, Cool. So, Sandy, it was awesome. Uh, we, we dated for, I don't know, I think we started dating in eighth grade. Uh, went up through uh, freshman and sophomore year, and then we broke off in junior for a little bit, got back together, and then went through a little bit of senior, but then broke off again. But so I was in, we just went to the movies. Her parents took us out to the movies. We were probably 16 at this point, 15, 16. So it was right before we got our own cars to start driving around and shit like that. And uh, we went to the movies with her parents. And then, uh, so we got, we were in the car driving back to her house. Uh, it was late at night. It was probably 11 p.m. or so, maybe 12. So we start, we were driving back and then uh, she starts fucking around with me, right? And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, oh, come on, you know, let's, let's mess around. And I'm riding in the so it's not a very big car it's it's just a normal fucking car sedan, and her mom and dad's up front and her mom's like asleep in the passenger seat her dad's driving, and she's like well let's mess around I was like dude I don't want to fucking mess around in the car with your parents in here, and she's like oh you're you gonna be a little pussy you know she she would always just be like really mean to me she's like oh you little pussy little bitch you, you, you is that what it. you're
1: into maybe do I mean, you, do you like being called a little bitch
0: I'm am cool with it I mean if they want to be dominant I ain't gonna tell them no like what else but I, we can go either way I can be the dom or I can be the sub I'm I'm cool with it. Like, if you want to tie me up to a bed and fuck the shit out of me, by all means, go for it. But either way, so she's, you know, she's calling me all his names. I like, all right, fuck it. Let's fuck around, right? So we, we start messing around and stuff like that. We're sitting in the backseat and making out and stuff. I'm feeling on her, you know, feeling on her tits and stuff like that. And then uh, she just straight up whips a tit out. Like, tit mm-hmm. out backseat. Her mom's her mom's up in the front, uh, passed out asleep, and her dad's obviously driving. So tit's out in the backseat. I don't know what to do with it. And she's just like, you know. She's just sitting there making fun of me. So, so whatever. So right, I start sucking on the tits. Right, I mean that's what you gotta do. Tits out, you gotta start sucking. I, start yeah, sucking. I mean,
1: it's, it's a obligation as a male.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just like there's something about it. You see the tit out, like okay, I should probably put mouth on that.
1: I mean, seeing as you were the only one there who wasn't related, I mean it was your responsibility. It was my responsibility. Yeah. I mean, I know it was really hard and difficult for you to make that decision, but you had to step up to the plate. You did the right thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I did it for all mankind. I mean, so put the tit in my mouth, in my mouth, and well, we're going good, right? I'm sucking on the tits, no problem. Uh, we, You know, we keep messing around, fooling around. I'm, I'm touching on her. She's touching on me. And then, so I'm sitting there. Just picture this. I have a tit in my mouth. Pretty nice-sized tit. I think she, I think it was probably, maybe C-cups. I don't know. But it might have been like a really big B. But see, nice nice tits. Not double Ds or nothing, but but some nice-sized tits. So I'm sitting there. I got this tit in my mouth, right? And it's just all glorious and in, in its nature of tit them. And, you know, tits in my mouth. And then I look over to her mom and... At that point, I see her mom's head turn to the back seat because she was asleep at the start of this. Her head turns to the back seat and looks at me square in the fucking eye. I have her daughter's tit in my mouth and I'm looking at her mom square in the fucking eye. She doesn't say anything. She doesn't, she just turns back around and goes back to sleep. And so immediately, tit pops out. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. And she's like, what? What's up? And I was like, dude. Your mom just fucking saw me with your tit in my mouth, and she said no, she didn't. She was asleep. I was like, she just fucking turned around, looked at me, square in my fucking eye, dead in my eye, and then she turned back around. Your mom seen me with your tit in my mouth, and she's like, she's like, no, man, she was asleep. You know, she just she, you know, whatever. She was asleep. And I was like, dude, I can't be doing this, man. And she's like, stop being a pussy. And, and so, th- of course, I, I put her tit back in my mouth.
1: Of course, uh, yeah. Once again, stepping up to the plate.
0: <laughs> yes. But, so, I think that was the most embarrassing moment, because I know for a fact, 100%, she's seen me with that tip in my mouth. And, but I'll give her that. She was a bro. She didn't say nothing. She turned around. She didn't freak out on us. She's like, well, I really wish I wouldn't have seen that, and turned around and went back to sleep. So, props to her, man. She's a fucking Solidarity. She's a wingman for life. So, I mean, that would probably be my most embarrassing moment. What about you?
1: Uh, uh, Let's go with it. We'll go ahead and gloss over this one. No,
0: no, we're not. We're definitely not. Are, Are you sure? Yeah, 100%. You're going to go ahead and uh, tell our listeners, our, all three of them, uh, what your most embarrassing moment was.
1: Well, fuck. Yep. Okay, so we're probably about 15 or 16 at time, me and my uh, ex-girlfriend. What's her name? We will call her mm, Sadie. Sadie? Sadie.
0: Mm, I don't like Sadie. We had a person in our WoW guild named Sadie, and she was really fucking annoying. She always apparently pressed the wrong button at the most inopportune time and killed everybody. So let's not go with Sadie.
1: All right, give me a generic name. Clementine. That's too much. No. One syllable. Clem. Clem, okay. All right, Clem. So me and Clem are dating. Uh, So my mom had a rule. Whenever Clem came over to the house, we always had to leave one of the doors open. And to preface that, my room had two doors that it used to be two different rooms, et cetera. Long story short, we always left the further door away from the bed open so we could do shit. Obviously. Right. Normal teenage shit. So we were fucking around on the bed, you know, filling her up. And then we started having sex, all this shit with the door open to my mom sitting in the living room, probably 20 feet away. Right. Uh, being as quiet as possible, had a little bit of music on, had a fan going. So uh, all that goes without incident. My mom didn't catch us or anything. And then later on that night, we were like, oh, hey, well, we should go to Sonic and hit up the movies or something like that. So we get to Sonic, and I went to text my best friend, Josh, that uh, what had happened. Because as I was fucking this girl, I stuck my fingers in her, and I pulled my hand out, and it was covered in fucking blood. I was like, well, that's gross. I was just eating her out ten minutes ago. That would have been fucking disgusting. Well, Wow. So I pulled my hand out. It's covered in fucking blood. And I I, I thought that she got shot. I, I didn't know what was happening. This was like 15-year-old me. I was going to like PTSD shit. I started seeing shit flashing. Charlie's, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie's, Charlie's coming, coming down the, the damn walls. walls. <laughs> it, it was horrible, man. So we get to Sonic, and I fucking go to text Josh. Man, this is fucking disgusting. I almost just ate this bitch's blood. And I fucking sent the text to my mom.
0: Yes, you did. And you told me about this a while back. You sent the text to your mom. Yep. So, can, do you remember what the text said?
1: Yeah, like, I, I was fucking Clem, and then I pulled out and started eating her out, and then I fingered her, and I pulled my hand out, I was covered in blood. Pretty much verbatim. Verbatim. Verbatim, excuse me, yes, verbatim. I, I sent that to my mom, and I fucking, within five seconds, I looked at my phone, I realized what I did. So, I called my mom, I was like, hey, uh, if you get a text from me, just delete it, don't fucking look at it. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom was like, yeah, I read it. I was like... Cool. Uh, Talk to you later. Bye. So, was anything ever said about it? Did it ever get brought up again? Not until years later. Years later? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a fucking horrifying story. I don't know what I would have done. to some shit like Like, that ever
1: happened to me. I can't even begin to describe the sinking fucking feeling. It felt like I had molten lead in my stomach, you know? Yeah. Ugh. Like, just thinking about it now makes me want to go get my fucking pistol and shoot myself in the face. Yeah, I mean,
0: you seem flustered right now. You're sweating a little bit. Yeah. I mean, face is turning red. I mean, that's definitely a horrifying fucking story.
1: 100%. Yeah. So, did you uh, have anything like that with your mom? or?
0: I never really had anything like that with my mom to where, like, it was that blatant or anything like that. I did have one time, same girl, Sandy Hook. She was over the house. So, we were in my room, and I want to say it was the 4th of July. So, at this point, we weren't even dating. Uh, it was 4th of July, and she she just texted me on, on the 4th of July, and she's like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, oh, you know, we're just having, over here having a party and shit, shooting all some fireworks, drinking and stuff like that. And she's like, oh, man, I'm fucking bored. I ain't got nothing to do. And I was like, well, fuck, if you want to come over, you know, you can come over and chill. Because we were still, I guess, on decent terms talking and shit, still semi-friends and stuff. And she said, well, you know, if I come over, I don't, I don't want anything to happen. And I was like, okay, whatever. If you don't want anything to happen, that's cool. Like, just fucking come over and chill. And we'll just get drunk. You know, just have some fun. And so she's like, all right, cool. So she had her mom come drive, drive her over. And I think she, it was probably about the same time with the tit in the mouth. And so probably 15, 16 years old. And so she came over. We went in my room started watching a movie. Uh, and actually, so as far as the whole keeping the door open story, I guess we'll go a little bit into that. So my mom originally, the first time I ever had her over, she was like, she's like, hey, if her parents wouldn't want you to close that door, you leave that door open. And I was like, all right, cool. So I left a little crack in it, right? Uh, my dad was over there at the time, and he, uh, he came in and he asked us something. I forgot what he was, you know, if we want something to eat or whatever. And then when he left, he closed the fucking door. And I was like, well, I'm not going to fucking argue with him. You know, hey, doors <laughs> closed. We're good to go. But so, you know, we at that point, and we, that was a, probably a year before that. So we were good. You know, we always had the door closed and stuff like that in the room. Mom, didn't, My mom didn't really care. She never really bothered us. So we were in there, and then we were watching a movie and shit. And then, of course, she starts fucking with me because she's, you know, that's what she did. And she started, like, fighting me and shit like that. Started messing around with me, jumping on my back and shit, wrestling. And then, of course, what does wrestling lead to? Leads to fucking you start fucking one hundred percent. Like I don't think you can start wrestling with your girlfriend without turning it into fucking. No, of course not. So of course we start fucking and uh, everything's going good. And then so and you know finish fucking. You know 15, 20 minutes later, probably being a little, probably being a little uh, long on the time there. I mean I was fifteen, so we're probably talking about six minutes, but it felt like twenty. Uh, so get done, get done fucking, and then uh, you know we went back out into the living room, just you know whatever, having some drinks or whatever, you know watching TV or some shit. And my brother in law pulls me aside. And he's like, he's like, hey man, were you in there fucking? I was like, I was like, yeah. Well, why the fuck do you care? And he's like, he's like, dude, we fucking heard you guys. I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, no lie, man. He's like, me, your mom, and your aunt were sitting in the fucking living room. He's like, we fucking heard you guys fucking. I was like, no, you didn't. He's like, I swear to God. He's like, at first I thought it was, I thought it was a chihuahua yelping, because <laughs> we, my mom has a couple, she had a little, a uh, few chihu- chihuahuas. And he's like, yeah, man, I thought I was one of the dogs yelping. And then I started fucking listening to it. It was fucking that girl in there fucking uh, making noises. I was like, you fucking kidding me? He's like, no, dude. He's like, and I swear, I. he's like, I know I wasn't the only one that heard it. He was like, I was the only one that acknowledged it. He's like, as soon as I heard it, I looked up. I knew what it was. And I looked over to your mom and your aunt. And they just kept their heads down and didn't fucking look at me. He's like, but I know they fucking heard it too, man. So then, of course, it became an ongoing joke. It's like, you know, the the chihuahua yelp. And. Stuff like that. So, anytime anybody would say some shit to me, hey, you know, you going to bring the chihuahua over? And, you know, so long running joke. But, yeah, so I never had something as uh, straightforward as you had that was mortifying, but that was still pretty fucking bad. Because that wasn't even just my mom. That was my mom, my brother in law, and your mom that all apparently heard me fucking this girl. <laughs> so, it was not the best circumstance.
1: Can't confirm that would be pretty mortifying. So, just out of curiosity, did this chihuahua like chicken salad?
0: Yes, this was the same chicken salad girl. So, uh, most of my, most of my, uh, stories would be with her because high school, we were pretty exclusive. I mean, I messed around with a few other chicks and stuff like that, including some of them in school on the premises, but, uh, most, most of it was with her. Uh, and so there was, there was another time, you know, we're in there fucking around on the bed. I'm sitting there eating her out or whatever. And then, uh, I actually had a lock on my door at the time. So I had the door locked and then, uh, my sister was over there. So anytime... Cause it was just me and my mom living with each other for a long time. My my parents split up, and my sister and brother in law obviously moved out of our house and got their own house once they got stable enough. And so it was just me and my mom for a long time. And my mom would never fucking come to the door. She would never knock. She would never do anything. Cause she, you know, she I, I'm assuming she knows. Like, okay, they're in there messing around. Leave them the fuck alone. That's not your business. My sister was like the nosiest bitch ever when it came to that shit. Like So we're we're in there fucking around uh, on on the bed, and then I hear a knock on the door. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So I'm jumping on, throwing on my pants. I got Sandy over here throwing on her pants. We're trying to get dressed try, in, a, in a decent amount of time that wouldn't make it seem like we were doing anything, obviously. And so then, uh, and that's that's hard to do, butt-ass naked to dress in like 20 seconds. And even still, they're like, hey, why is it taking 20 seconds? But So I'll go over there, I open the door, and I was like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> and my sister's sitting there, and she's like, uh, I was wanting to know if you guys want some chicken salad. I was like, no, I don't want no fucking chicken salad. Could you please get out of here? And then she's like, well, she might want some. She's like, hey, Sandy, do you want some chicken salad? And she's like, oh, no, I'm all right, thanks. And like, she's like, her pants are button and shit. And I was just like, we don't want fucking chicken salad. Please leave. And then she just turned around and left. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, and that happened multiple times. She would come in there and disturb. And now I don't know. I, I blame it on my sister. Maybe it was my mom telling her to go do that. <laughs> you know, that's a possibility because my mom never wanted to do it directly. But she was like, well, you know, you're the sister. You go do it. Uh, but I still think it was my sister just being being very nosy. It seems like a thing your sister would do. Yeah, it does. Because, like, my mom, she was just like, let bygones be bygones. But my sister was like, eh, you better not be doing anything. He better not, sh- or he shouldn't be doing in there, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the difference between our moms. Your mom was always a lot more laid back than mine was.
0: Yeah, and well, we went over our theory on that before, too. We think that's the baby, right? The baby of the family is the more wild, laid back, you know, however you want. The the older kid is usually the uh, more strict, more clean cut, that, and then the younger kid is usually. And what I think that is is because... It's that first kid, when you had that first kid, you're reading 30 books on how to be a parent and you're doing this and that and all these classes on how to make your kids better and all this shit. By that second kid, you don't give a fuck. You give them Cheetos and you put turn on Spongebob and you tell them to fuck off and leave you alone while you drink some wine. So that Mm -hmm. that second one's always a little fucked up. you know. And so me being the second child, you being the third child, and uh, my mom being the second child as well. We all kind of got that laid back, chill, you know, kind of personality because, you know, we were all the babies of the family.
1: Right, and I guess that does make sense too because I mean a lot of our grandma's brothers and sisters seemed a lot more laid back than she is, and she is the oldest one of them.
0: See, I didn't, I didn't actually know she was the oldest one, but I mean it definitely makes sense because I know a lot of a lot of her because you know back then people had a lot more kids and stuff, and especially the the lower class families did. What she have? She had like eight brothers and sisters or something I believe like that. So. Seven or eight. So and. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a few of those that I know that we don't really talk about. Those are the wild ones of the family. Those are, the, you know, everyone's got that little bit of family you don't talk about.
1: God damn it! Yeah, uh, my uncle, grandpa.
0: Oh, we're going there. Okay, so you know, go ahead and say that one more time. Very clear, very crisp, so everyone can hear it.
1: My uh, uncle, grandpa.
0: Uncle, grandpa. All right. So you are you going into that, or are you
1: just <laughs> leaving it there? No, we'll we'll leave it there.
0: We'll leave it there. Okay. So we're going to leave that <laughs> – we'll leave that there. And- okay,
1: fuck. Okay, so uh, my uh, grandpa, uh, my dad's father, he hooked up with my dad's mother. They had a kid, two kids. And then he uh, hooked up with my dad's mother's sister. So thus I now have uncle, grandpa, and aunt, grandma. So – Yeah, they they got married.
0: I mean there wasn't any incestual thing
1: with it. Not, it blo- was, not blood incest.
0: That's what I'm saying, not yeah. blood. He just went down the line of sisters.
1: Yeah. Traded in for a newer model, newer
0: model sister. <laughs> so he went from the 08 to the twenty fifteen. I mean, hey, whatever Fletcher, go right. Hey, you know I, I ain't here to judge anybody. If you're happy doing it, you're happy doing it. Yep. So yeah, you know everyone's got that little bit of family. No one really talks about. You know, my side is uh, usually a little bit more on my dad's side. There's a few of those that get a little wild that we don't talk about. And uh, but you know we'll just, we'll just leave them to we'll leave them to do their own bidding.
1: Yep. I mean, what a king does in his own castle is his own business, right? Very
0: true. Very true.
1: Yes. Astronaut. I agree. <laughs>
0: no, I was just thinking, we were just talking about other shit, and I don't know why it just popped into my fucking head. I didn't answer the question as to what I wanted to be <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> I wanted to be a fucking astronaut. I just thought it was the coolest shit ever, to go up and see the stars and moon and
1: shit like that. So you've always been fascinated by space, then?
0: I really have. I mean, astronaut always seemed like the coolest profession to me. You know, just anything, in you know, just going through school, like Earth science, astrology, you know. Uh, or not astrology. Is it astrology? No, astronomy. Uh, fucking astrology is like...
1: <laughs> Reading tea leaves yeah, and shit yeah. like that. I mean, which I, I mean, may be cool if you believe in crystal balls and witches. And...
0: Hey, don't talk about the Wicca. I am Wicca. Wiccan. Wiccan? Wiccan. Shit. I'm sorry to any witches or... or... Wiccan. What's, what's the male version of a witch? Uh, warlock? Yeah, warlock. I think that is right. I'm sorry to any witches or warlocks out there. Did not mean to disrespect you. I don't feel hex you. Don't us. Please don't hex me.
1: If, if we get hexed, I'm be pretty pissed. Uh, we'll we'll have to send Sandy Hook after you. That, is, that doesn't even make sense. Uh, with guns and death and violence.
0: Oh, <laughs> I was in here thinking about about the girl. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Makes more sense. Well, you got a fucked up sense of humor, man.
1: Hey, I always win at cards against humanity. It's got to be said. That is true. You do win against
0: cards against humanity. What was the What was the one you said? I don't know. I, I know. I was, it was like, what did the U.S. Air Force drop to the needy children of Afghanistan? And I put dead parents. Yeah. That was pretty good.
1: Yeah, that was pretty great.
0: It seems like every time we play Cards Against Humanity, you always have some some fixation with piss and golden showers.
1: Hey, whatever. I mean, our president's
0: into it, so I mean, what? Why hey, that is slander. Whoa, you stop it right the fuck there. You have no proof of that, sir. And you will not talk about my goddamn president like that. I don't like Trump. I mean, I don't like Hillary either. We've, we've gone over this in the, in our political podcast. 420 Bernie. Yeah. Oh, Bernie. Oh dude, I fucking, Bernie 420. No, like you said, we, you know, we, we talked about the political shit, but you know, I didn't look at any of his policies, but I wanted weed and he seemed like a very honest guy, which neither of our two candidates did. But regardless, that's not
1: why we're here. So why we are here is the lottery.
0: I'm, I don't have, I don't understand.
1: So what would be the first fucking thing that you did if you won the lottery?
0: First thing I would do if I won the lottery. Would have to be, I would just, I would buy, I would buy a plane ticket and start traveling.
1: Where to? I have no fucking idea. Albatross India?
0: Uh, I don't think Albatross India is a real place, so.
1: I think we established this earlier.
0: We did establish this earlier. See, you're talking about shit they don't know. They don't get the inside jokes.
1: But whenever we explain it, then they chuckle.
0: Well, then it's not fucking funny anymore because you have to explain the joke. When's the last time you explained a joke and it turned out to be funny? A lie. Never. You're a fucking liar. I'm not a liar. Either way. Where am I going? Uh, I'm probably, I don't know. Uh, maybe South America.
1: Why South America?
0: You just, you looked really like that was a horrible place to go. Like the look in your face was like, why would you do that? Well,
1: out of everywhere in the world, South America is not where I would choose, but I'm interested in hearing your reasoning.
0: So, South America, I think, because I would love to go into the Amazon, first off, just to see, you know, see nature at its wildest. And because of like the Mayan ruins and Aztec ruins and stuff like that, I would love to go to some of those. You know, I think while Egypt would be awe inspiring, it would be something like, seeing the Grand Canyon, that's how I would attest it to, like seeing those, the pyramids of Giza and the Sphinx and stuff like that, like those monuments are fucking huge in scope, right? And they're just awe-inspiring. However, I feel like there's something, I don't know, a lot more uh, mysterious about like the Aztec and the Inca and the, and the Mayans and stuff like that. I feel like their culture is not nearly as developed as far as what we know of their culture than the Egyptians. Because the Egyptians, we seem to know a lot more about them. And, like, the Mayans and shit, like, they're just a fucking mystery. Like, no one really fucking knows anything about the Mayans. So I think it would be really cool to go see some of those some of those Mayan temples and stuff like that. You know, and I, I think it would still be, you know, on the same scale as going to see in the, the Pyramids of Giza.
1: Okay, so I have two points I want to make there. Okay. The first being that I understand why you want to go see the Amazon because you're – you're fascinated with, like, plant life and stuff like that. That's why you like avatars so much.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's just so crazy mm-hmm. and wild and all these weird different vegetations you've never seen before.
1: And my second point is you're also fucking terrified of spiders. And I bet they have some giant-ass fucking spiders in the rainforest in the Amazon.
0: That's very true. I don't like spiders, man. There's something crazy. Why does anything have eight legs? Nothing should have eight legs.
1: All the better to fuck you up.
0: I don't know. I guess octopus should have eight legs. I like, I like octopus. Like, those are some cool fucking animals. They taste
1: really good. Or course. Sp- Squid does. I
0: was about to say, I've never had octopus. I've, never, I've never had fucking squid either, so I'm, I don't know what Calamari's I'm talking about. Calamari is fucking glorious. Where would you have calamari?
1: An Italian restaurant.
0: Italian restaurant? Calamari is Italian?
1: They um, fry it and um, like serve it with like marinara dipping sauce. It's fucking glorious. Mm. I'll take you there sometime. I
0: would figure there'd be like, more of a sushi restaurant kind
1: of thing. I think the Japanese eat it as well, but I'm not positive. Mm. Anyways, we digress. So, South America.
0: Yeah, what about it? I already told you, I like it.
1: So, yeah, I mean, just for the plant life and shit like that, and because you're fascinated with the temples, or is there anything more to that?
0: No, I mean, the temples in, in the in the Amazon rainforest itself is the two big points for South America for me. I mean, like, the next place i would probably go would probably be Giza or something like that. And then, you know, I would also really love to go see the Loch Ness.
1: Really? Yeah. See, I would have thought that you would have jumped, like, immediately to Rome.
0: I mean, I like history, and, you know, I like a lot of that, but I'm more of the mysterious type, right? I mean, while I, I like looking into history and I like all the cool shit about history, I like the unsolved mystery more.
1: Well, let's I like go, the let, Loch
0: Ness Monster and everything like that. Well,
1: let's go fuck off in the Pacific Northwest and find Bigfoot.
0: Well, see, I'm, I'm a pussy when it comes to that as well because I enjoy life. I don't I don't want to die. I, I, I enjoy being alive. But you not, realize
1: going to the Amazon would probably end up in something not good.
0: Yeah, I mean, more than likely. But, you know, like if you're super fucking rich because you won the lottery, like you could hire a detail of people and, like, a doctor to come with you and shit. So, I mean, you can, like, make it a lot safer.
1: If I'm stu, if I, you know, cause all what, I'm saying is what's gonna happen is it's gonna start off like the beginning of fucking Far Cry 4.
0: I already forgot what Far Cry 4 started like. You and
1: your buddies are captured by some crazy ass killing guy. He ransoms or tries to ransom you. Isn't that there every right? Far Cry? Per, well, yeah, fair point. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Ubisoft revamp your goddamn series.
0: Hey, I, I like Far Cry. It, minus the last one. The last one's
1: pretty They're short. They're old. Anyways, fucking, yeah. So, Amazon, it's uh, very dangerous, many hazards, and you still want to fuck with it? Yeah, I would go down there. See, like, I think that I would probably choose Rome. Just because, so I could go see, like, St. Peter's Basilica and all that shit. I mean, we've discussed this and I think, one of the very first podcasts. Yeah. But I think it would be fucking awesome just to see all that history so collected and gathered in one place. And I would fucking love to see, like, the Louvre as well. You know, all that art and history. Just fucking stuff from hundreds of years ago that inspired today's leaders and economics and all that shit.
0: Yeah, so you want to see shit from hundreds of years ago. I want to see shit from thousands of years ago. I think that's why I like the the you know the pyramids and the temples and stuff like that interest me a little bit more than just the normal history shit.
1: I I guess for the normal history shit for me, I guess because it more directly pertains to us. That's why No, I it does. And,
0: and I think that's the reason I like the other shit better because it's so far disconnected from us. I can't imagine what it's like. I could imagine what it's like living in Rome in, you know, the 1500s or something. The sh- the streets probably have a lot of shit and stuff on them because there's bad sanitary issues. The plague's going around. People are malnourished. But, you know, it's, it's kind of a cool spot because they get got a lot of art and shit. I can imagine that. I can't imagine what it must have been like to be a fucking Mayan warrior or some, some ancient Egyptian pharaoh or some shit. So that's the shit that's out of my realm of comprehension. I think that's why I gravitate to it more.
1: Well, then we should go fuck with uh, ancient Mesopotamia. Go find some nice Sumerian tablets that show rocket ships.
0: Well, I, I don't. we don't have money. We haven't won the lottery. Did you forget we didn't win the lottery? You're, you're kinda, talking as if we kinda. already got the money.
1: Well, I want the money.
0: Well, then buy a fucking ticket. I don't have a ticket. Do you have well, a ticket?
1: I do. Not. Where's your ticket? I don't have one.
0: Okay. So buy a ticket and then we'll How go How about we
1: this. both buy a ticket? So I'll double our chances of winning.
0: No, I'm not going to waste my ticket on it, or I'm not going to waste my money on a lottery ticket.
1: All right, every, we have to
0: get rich through this podcast, and then we'll every
1: viewer check. out there who buys us a ticket and mails it to us, we will give you a shout out. All three of you.
0: I don't. Well, I think there's probably some legal shit to where if that ticket would have won, they could have been like, "Hey, I bought that with my card. That's my ticket." I think
1: it's whoever signs it back with it.
0: Mm, I don't know. I wouldn't chance that.
1: Okay, never mind. Scratch it. Bad idea.
0: Don't send me your tickets.
1: And and you can
0: send me nudes though.
1: Don't do that. Send that, me that nudes. There's a bigger lawsuit there. No, there's not. Yeah.
0: Not if they're of age. Send me nudes if you're of age. There you go. If you're eighteen if you're eighteen or older if you're not eighteen or older, why the fuck are you listen to my podcast anyway?
1: This is eighteen plus podcast, sir. Yeah, move along.
0: Exactly. Move along, sir. This is eighteen plus podcast. This is a mature podcast.
1: Get the fuck out why, of here. Why did we jump to a, sir? Is that something about our subconscious?
0: No, that's just what this this is what the guy says. Well, right,
1: but we're talking about. He doesn't nudes. say we're, move
0: along, ma'am. He doesn't we, say we that. we were
1: talking about sending Nudes, though. You would think we would have made that connection there. And replaced the sir with ma'am. I
0: want to see Dick.
1: This closet got very uncomfortable. Very
0: I don't want to see plain. your dick. You're, you're, my, you're my cousin. But yeah, I'll see a few yeah, penises. Stop touching you. me. I'll see a few penises. What, how many times do you watch porn? You've seen so many dicks in your life. You, can, you can't you can unsee those.
1: I, I don't watch porn. God hates porn. It's lustful and bad, and God hates it. I saw you watching porn last
0: night. I didn't watch porn last night. That midget porn. I've seen it. Fuck. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, no. So, yeah, if you've got some nudes, send some nudes. I'll, I'll check I'll check out a picture of your ball, I'll check out a picture of your tits or your cooch, too. So just send them, uh, what's the Gmail? Podcast at gmail.com. Send me your tits.
1: Uh, put a address in the, like, subject bar that says for Jason only, please. I don't want to accidentally click on that shit. So you don't want to see titties? I mean, I don't want to risk seeing dick. You gay boy. You don't want to see titties? <laughs> I will risk seeing a dick for seeing some titties. How, I mean, how good are the titties?
0: It's a dick. What does it matter? You've seen a million of them. Yeah, but, I mean, what if it's, like, all floppy and wrinkly and shit? Like, What's what wrong with that? I've seen a floppy, wrinkly dick. I look down every morning. You're 23. It's wrinkly. I don't know why, man. It's it's, it's fucked up.
1: Have you seen a doctor? No. You <laughs> might want to. <laughs> shit. There's nothing wrong with it. Don't worry about it. All right. So back on fucking topic here. Religion. Why
0: are you trying to keep me on topic? I want to go on topic. I'm to keep this flowing. It can flow. It can flow into natural shit. Stop trying to get me on other shit. Religion. I want to talk about floppy wrinkly dicks, and you are you are cramping my floppy wrinkly dick style.
1: I don't want to cramp your floppy wrinkly dick and nothing, yo.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't cramp it in like a like a C clamp. That'd be pretty nice. You into some cock ball torture? I am. You know, I didn't know what that was until yeah. I her? I remember i remember. was I'm sitting there with CBT. You guys. I guess it is. Yeah. She's like she's like, oh yeah, you like some CBT? I was like, what the fuck's CBT? And she like, looked at me like like I'm dumb, like I was supposed to know what that was. And she's like cock ball torture. I was like, is that just fucking general knowledge that everyone else no. knows of? Apparently, it's like where dudes like getting kicked in the balls and like cigarette put out on their nutsack or
1: something. So, I mean, would you do that? No. Okay.
0: I, pre- I, I prefer my balls not kicked. Shake nice. Shaken, not stirred, please.
1: Shaken, not stirred. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Uh, pop, I apologize. You can pop one of them in your mouth if you want. You can shake that around. Not but, you. <laughs> them. Oh, okay.
1: I mean, are, are you sure?
0: Close your mouth. Hold right. on. There's a fucking helicopter. Can you guys hear th- Can you hear the helicopter? Charlie's all around us. They know we're doing
1: this. This is a uh, black, Cockdown, <laughs> black <closet>. cock down <laughs> coming, coming to you from our little closet. Black cock down. Coming to you from our little closet. It's been real. It's been fun.
0: I don't have a black cock. My cock's really small.
1: Okay. We're, we're, that's enough about your cock, man. <laughs> our, our customers have gotten very intimate with us today. They we,
0: haven't paid us a fucking thing. They're not customers. They're listeners.
1: Listen, well, I'm so fucking used to saying customers because of my job. Anyways, our listeners have... Uh, you see
0: how flustered he's getting? He doesn't like these topics.
1: I don't. I'm I'm a very innocent and
0: non... You just talked about having pussy blood on your hands.
1: <laughs> if only that was the only blood I had on my hands. If I die, you guys know who did it. Tell somebody. Well, he's trying to do fucking CBT to me over here. Hey, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I got really close to my dickhead.
0: Yeah, that's
1: what I was going for. All right, so what,
0: what's your next topic? What do you want to talk about? All
1: right, so why aren't you religious?
0: Why am I not religious? Because if I was religious, I'd already be going to hell, so I'd choose not to
1: believe it, so that's not a thing. Don't be so crass. What's what's the real reason?
0: Uh, real reason. Why am I not religious?
1: Well, let's speak some real words to our listeners.
0: I would say I'm not religious because I feel that religion was made up to for humans to deal with their own mortality. So a coping mechanism. It's a coping mechanism of sorts. It's a a nice story to tell your kids before you put them to sleep to tell them that everything's going to be all right. It's a nice story you tell yourself. I mean, it's just a way to stay positive. You know, if you're sitting there like, okay, well, when I die, nothing happens, that's it. You know, and there's there's nothing else on the other side. Well, that's fucking scary. No one wants to, you know, you can't imagine yourself without consciousness. You can't imagine yourself not being you because that's the only thing you've ever known. And so if you sit there and, you know, think all that shit all the time, you know, you're going to, you're going to scare yourself or some shit. So I think it's just some way for, for humans to cope with, with their own mortality. I mean, that that would be my main reason for not being religious.
1: Right. I mean, like you were saying, if you didn't help yourself with that, if you didn't tell yourself those air quote lies to help you get through the day, then I mean, like you said, you wouldn't be you and the fucking chances of you actually being you are so astronomically small already.
0: Well, and I mean, I guess another reason I would say I don't really believe in it because to me, it also seems like a tool to keep the population in check. Because I think religion, you know, one of the main reasons is because it's a coping mechanism. Another reason is because fear is the most powerful ruler. And when you are, I mean, how many times have you heard I'm a God fearing man, a God, you know, whatever, God fearing? Well, I think if you have religion to tell you these rules and not to lie, not to cheat, not to steal, not to kill, all this stuff, or you're going to go to hell and you're going to burn for all eternity and your flesh is just going to burn in hell forever. That's a scary fucking thought for anybody. I mean, being on fire is a horrible fucking way to die, I would assume. And so I think that fear then tries to keep people in check. So it was a way to control the populace without them getting overruled or whatever, because at that point, you know, the the churches had more, more sway than the fucking government did. And I think it was a way to keep people in line with the ideals they wanted.
1: So, I mean, do you think that it is a government mechanism that was— I don't think created?
0: it uh, no I, th- I don't think it was a government mechanism whatsoever because I, they were bigger than the governments. Right, but I starting was... out,
1: do you think that's how it was? I mean, starting out— Do you think it was just something that some king came up with and was like, well, fuck yeah, if I can get more power by scaring these people, I think that some guy sitting up in the clouds is going to strike them down. If they don't do what I say, then I have all the more power.
0: I mean, it's definitely a possibility. I don't think that's probably what it, i think it got perverted into that. I don't, think it, I don't think it started at that. I think it originally started as a way, as we've said, to cope with your own mortality and to you know, to try to to try to tell your kids there, there's a better life out there. But I think it's been perverted into a, a, a way to hold power over people because religion is one of the most powerful things out there. But that's not to say that it doesn't have good aspects because if you look at the, the ideals of religion on almost every fucking religion, it's, it's good things. Yeah. Don't lie. I mean, don't cheat. Don't steal. Don't be a dick. Be a good fucking person. Don't kill people. Like These are all good fucking things. And if you're using religion to be a better person and to follow those and live to a higher moral standard, yeah, that's fucking awesome. That's a good thing to do. But if you're if you're in religion because because you think you're going to go to hell, if you don't, then I think I think you're a hypocrite one for one. And then, you know, think you're stupid for the other.
1: Yeah, I mean that's the basis of all fucking religion. Like you said, is don't be a dick. Yeah. Every single fucking major religion teaches that. Fucking Christianity, Judaism, Muslim, or Islamic, excuse me. Every fucking major religion teaches that. And I mean that we have perverted into such a thing as something horrible. Like if they don't follow your beliefs, you have to go fucking kill them. You have to kill the infidels. You have to kill the non-believers. All this shit. Right. That's a human mechanism there. Yeah. And I, I think that. We've completely twisted all that meaning, all the good teachings of that into horrible shit that just is created to make people die.
0: Yeah. I mean if you're if you're using religion for what I would consider to be the right reasons is to you know, to heighten your life and live to a better moral code, then I think you're doing it right and I think it's a great thing and I'm you know, I'm happy that you have that. If you're using it because you don't want to go to hell, you're stupid.
1: I mean, I think that more people have been murdered over religion than anything else. Oh well, yeah, one hundred percent,
0: yeah. More people – if we're talking – I mean you can't – not necessarily just deaths in general because yeah. I think Joe Rogan said it was what? Malaria has killed 50 percent of the people that have ever lived ever. Yeah. The, the fucking the, – the, the disease malaria killed 50 percent of all humans that have ever lived ever. That's a lot. But I mean as far as humans killing humans and murder and stuff like that, yeah, 100 percent. Religious uh, – or religion is the biggest reason why people die.
1: You know, uh, just random off topic fact here I was listening to a podcast or reading an article or something the other day and I uh, either heard or read that oh, the leading cause of death in America is now suicide
0: is it really uh,
1: I think it was a JRE podcast
0: maybe it was I mean if it was you know I trust him and his sources or something like that but I would say I would say at least you know don't take that fact 100% go, go look it up see so yeah. if it's a thing but it's mean, bro science it's, a, it's bro science right now it might be a thing I mean I'm sure it's definitely it's very high but I don't think it'd be the leading cause because honestly, the leading cause in America is probably heart disease. More than I would before. assume, so.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought too. That's why I wanted to bring that up. Is just because it, I shocked me. You know, whenever yeah. I heard or read that.
0: Well, see, and, and they might have some, you know, weird stipulation in there. It's the highest rate among, ten, you know, fifteen-year-olds to twenty-two-year-olds. Yeah. You know, so it could be some some bullshit statistic they're throwing out just to give you to get, to get that click. Exactly, a clickbait. Yeah. So it could have some weird stipulation to go with it, but either way, I mean, you know, that's definitely. You know, a fucked up thing as well. So, I mean, kind of back on religion topic. So, I was listening to, fuck, what was the podcast? It was, uh, it was the, the Ted Talk podcast. I think it's called, called Ted Radio Hour. And, uh, just started listening to it. And I, cause I love watching Ted Talks on YouTube. And I just started listening to that and it was fucking amazing. And on that one, uh, it was, it was called Believers and Doubters. And it was talking about this, you know, some people that believe, some people that doubt. And one of them was also talking about, he like started studying, um, the, or I think it was actually a woman. She was studying, like, the Islamic traditions and how Islam started and stuff like that. And she was studying Muhammad. And she was saying that, like, the actual original versions of the Quran show Muhammad much more, like, human than what they made him out to be. Like, when he first, when he first originally, he was up on some mountain peak and he had God speak to him. When he came down, he was fucking terrified. So he wasn't like Moses coming down with the Ten Commandments. God showed me this, and he said to live by this, and you know, just preaching, you know, I'm holier than thou kind of shit. He came down saying, "Holy fucking shit! I just seen some crazy shit," and he thought he was actually going crazy. He thought he was crazy because he just saw what he some shit he couldn't explain, and he was telling all these people, you know, I, I don't know. There's no way it could have been real. I was hallucinating. I, I I didn't see that. And then he said, and apparently, and now once again, don't call me. This is her work, not mine. She was uh, saying that, like, apparently he said his first thought, and this is like in the original kind of text stuff, not in the new Quran, but the, I guess the Old Testament of the Quran. It said that uh, his first thought was that he should take his own life because he thought he was that crazy. Damn. Or something like that. And so this guy didn't believe what he saw, he did not believe what he heard. You know, he didn't believe that God was talking to him. He thought he was going crazy or that he was possessed by some demon or some shit like that. And he thought that it would be be the best thing if he killed himself so that demon couldn't get out or whatever. So Muhammad's first thought was, there's no fucking way this is real. I should kill myself so I don't hurt anybody else. I don't believe God talked to me. And then he came over and he was like, "Okay, well, fuck, maybe God did talk to me and stuff like that. So he was actually a lot, you know, like you never hear that in the Bible. You never hear Moses coming down saying he thought it was crazy. Moses come down like, yo, bitch, I talked to God. Listen to me. And so I found that very interesting just because I've never heard that before. And, you know, that seems pretty fucking real to me. Like that seems like some shit I would do. Like if you're up on a fucking mountaintop and there's some weird celestial angel thing fucking talking to you, you're going to freak the fuck out. You're not going to know how to interpret that. And when you come down, you know, in all the other stories and you come down holier than thou – I don't think that's a human thing. He came down scared out of his fucking mind, and I think that would be a lot more rational of how a human would act. So to me, that I was like, whoa, maybe there's, maybe there's something over there. Maybe he's seen something at least, you know, fucking an ET or some shit. I don't know.
1: Sure. I mean, I don't know shit about the Quran. I don't. Know. I don't either.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I don't know the validity of that. But what I do know is that it all depends on how confident you are and how charismatic you are. Because if you believe in whatever the fuck you're trying to sell, you're going to sell it.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, David Koresh and everybody else. And Hitler. Fucking Hitler. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, on the point of being charismatic, like, you know, what if they just had these fantastical stories because they were just getting high as fuck? So, so I mean, like with Moses in the burning bush, you know, that was him speaking to a burning bush when he had these Ten Commandments that he brought down.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it, uh, I believe it was Joe Rogan who was talking about how it could have been the acacia bush, which is, like, really fucking high in DMT.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, the acacia bush with its properties, so DMT, I mean, and, and DMT is it's a chemical compound that's obviously, it's one of the most hallucinogenic compounds that we know of, if not the most. I think it might be considered the most hallucinogenic properties. DMT is actually made in your brain naturally. It's this chemical compound that's made inside your brain, and, you know, but we, we right now, it's obviously scheduled as an illegal drug. And so, I mean, you know, what if they were just, you know, all just high as fuck? I mean, you know, Muhammad coming off the mountain talking about these crazy things he just saw. I mean, what if it, you know, he was high as fuck off some. He found some
1: mushrooms, ate some mushrooms. Yeah, I mean,
0: something like that. I mean, he could have just been crazy. And so if you have this just out of this world fantastical story, I mean, you know, people are going to be like, well, there's no fucking way he could have made that up. That shit's too real, right? So, I mean, maybe it's something like that.
1: And something else, man, is that, like any video of you watch, the uh, they're talking about their DMT trips. It's all the fucking same. They all describe nearly the same exact thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, so we watched a video uh, a while back. Now it's probably what two two months ago or something like that. And it was about all these different people just uh, all talking about their individual DMT experiences and the similarities between all of those people recounting their experience. I mean, they all just sounded so fucking similar. It was it was eerie. But I mean, you know, I guess it could be something similar to you know, Bigfoot to where somebody knows, you know, right now I could tell you what Bigfoot looked like. If I said I had a Bigfoot encounter, I was like, yeah, he's big, hairy, muscular monkey guy. Boom, Bigfoot. So, I mean, maybe, you know, they stole some shit from other people or something like that. But either way, I mean, you know, I think probably most of those are real. And if that's the case, I mean, all that shit is so similar that like there has to be something in that, you know, like that's that's some, you know, intangible thing that you just can't grasp onto, but it's real
1: maybe it's fucking taking us to a different dimension.
0: It, it might fucking possibly. You know, that might be, you know, that kind of shit might allow us to go in and actually see the fourth or fifth dimension and we just don't understand it yet. But I mean, I just wish drugs weren't fucking illegal, man. Because you know, and I guess I can see the the rational thinking behind some drugs like I feel like meth fucks up everybody.
1: Like I don't you have think, no good experiences on meth. Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> like I don't want to go fucking eat the toddler. I mean, so I don't think the meth is probably the best thing for me.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Some, so maybe some of the hardcore shit. I mean, maybe we we'll look into that. But shit that's produced naturally in plants, like you know DMT or or weed or or whatever. Like that shit's natural. And I mean, I don't think you should be able to outlaw that. That shit's so fucking it's helpful. And I mean, like for me, it brought so many good fucking memories. So, I mean, like, you know, just have all these different stories of, you know, getting high with my friends when I was a kid or something like that. So, so, like, one time we were, I forget, I don't know, I was probably like junior year or something in, in uh, high school. And so, me and my friends, we were down, it was probably, I don't know, 10 o'clock. It was right before a store closed. And so, the store at our, that was closest to our house where we used to live was called Bubba's Corner.
1: Yeah, the fuck, to put this in perspective, that fucking store, you could either get your lawnmower fixed or get a burger or a beer. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all around one-stop redneck shop. It's fucking phenomenal.
0: Yeah, and there was actually 100% there was a guy named Bubba. And unfortunately, Rip, uh, he died. The
1: fucking <laughs> dude had cattle guards fall on him from a trailer, and he got crushed.
0: Yeah, so the, like, the fences that hold the cattle in into a pasture fell on him, and he died because of it. If that's not the most redneck fucking thing I've ever thought of, man. Like, you do not get more redneck than that.
1: Welcome to Texas, boys.
0: Yeah. But either way, so we were we were parked in this parking lot, and it was, like I said, it's probably about 10 o'clock. It was right before the store closed. I think they closed like 1030. And we got uh, we got some some kind of rolling paper. It, it was either a Cigarello just by itself, and then we split it open and took the tobacco out, or it was one of the actual Cigarello rolling papers. I forget which. But, uh, so we went up there and we actually, had, so we had two trucks. We had my, myself and, uh, one of my friends. I, I'm going to say it was, it was probably Cody. Uh, so myself and Cody, we went up there and then our other guy or the other two people that were there were Vince and Steven and Vince, he was like our, he was like our drug dealer. He, essentially he was our friend, but he was our drug, he was like a really nice drug dealer. You know, like he, he wasn't one of
1: the scary bust cap in your ass if you owe him $15. Yeah,
0: no, no. He was, he was a nice drug dealer, but that's where we got all of our weed from. And, uh, so we, we're like, okay, well, we only got one blunt. We have enough weed for one blunt. And it's like, okay, well, we got two trucks. Like, we, we want to smoke this on the way back. Like, well, how are we going to fucking do this? And so Vince is like, I got a great fucking idea. And I mean, you know, it's going to fucking be a bad idea when he starts out with, I got a great idea. We were all semi high at this point, you know, probably coming down, looking the light back up. And he's like, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to drive back side by side and throw the blunt in between the trucks with the windows down. And now, mind you, this is not on some busy, busy road or something like that, some highway where there's a lot of traffic. We're back on backcountry roads, dirt roads, where there's no traffic at 10 and, 10 at night. So, I mean, I mean, we're driving what? 15 miles an hour, 10 miles an hour? So, I mean, it's not like we're putting anybody in danger other than ourselves. So, I mean, we weren't being super irresponsible with it. I mean, I guess it's irresponsible either way, but still, not horrible at least. So, and you know, us at the time we're like, that's a fucking great idea. Let's do that. So, let's just start driving down this road and throwing this blunt back and forth. One blunt, two trucks. Yeah. I don't, don't look that up on YouTube. And look just, it up
1: and let us know what you find. I'm pretty sure it's Don't send thing. us links.
0: Don't send us links. But, so we start driving down this, these back country roads and stuff like that. And so, you know, they lit up the blunt over in their truck and they're smoking on it for a bit and he's like, are you guys ready? We're like, yeah. And so, you know, we lean out the window and then we're probably about five or probably not that, probably three foot away from their truck. And he just tosses it into our window and it fucking falls on the floorboard and we pick it up and we grab it. And so we start smoking on it. And, and so I might also, I forgot to add that instead of me having my friend Cody in the truck. I had this guy named Steven in my truck and then Cody was in Vince's truck. Well Steven was like this like weird crackhead dude, like meth <laughs> dude. Like he was kind of a side friend of a side friend of a side friend. And so I don't really oh, know
1: man, that's three tiers down. Yeah,
0: I don't know why he was there. But he was there and so whatever. And so we stick it up, you know, we we pick it up and we start smoking on it and then uh, we go to pass it back and we do that for a while. And so then we're all we're all good and high now, driving down these country roads at you know, eleven o'clock at night, it's you know, there's no one around driving real slow this guy, Steven, this crackhead Steven guy in my truck. He's like, I got a great idea, man. He's like, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to start climbing out your fucking window and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to climb out your window of your truck. I'm going to get on the back of, and I'm going to get on your hood and I'm going to jump into the back of their truck and scare them. So at this point, obviously we we're back in normal driving standards, one in front of the other. Cause we've already finished the blunt. He's like, so I'm going to jump in the back of their fucking truck and scare the shit out of them. And so I'm sitting there like, this is gonna go bad already. I'm already sitting there thinking. I was like, no man, I'm high as fuck. I'm, I can see all this playing out. We're not, you know, it's gonna be bad.
1: This was uh, Jason using his fucking mental telepathy shit to see the future. Yeah, this is my
0: see the future high stuff. And so I'm like, all right. So I was like, dude, you can't do this, man. Because like, first off, you're gonna you're gonna miss the jump. You're not gonna jump far enough. You're gonna fall in the fucking road, hit that, and then just you know, I'm gonna run you over and kill you or some shit. And he's like, he's like, no man, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And so this dude like legit just starts climbing out of my fucking window of my truck. Just climbing on so I'm sitting there trying to fucking drive with one hand and pulling him back with the other hand. Like just, try, I'm like grabbing on his shirt, trying to pull him back in the fucking truck. He wasn't having it. <laughs> like this, dude was trying to get out of my truck and get on my hood. And so I finally get him pulled back in. I was like, dude, you can't do that. I do not want to hit you. And he's like, all right, man. He's like, you know what? You're right. That was pretty stupid. It probably could have gone bad, but I got a better idea now. But, <laughs> but there's a better idea. He's like, so I'm gonna. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna call them on the cell phone and let them know that I'm gonna do this, so they're prepared for it. And it could, well, in one of the other circumstances, like Evan was, you know, it's like, well, if you jump into the back of their truck and scare them, what the fuck if he just like veers off the side of the road and fucking crashes and then you all die. He's like, so, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to crash and they're going to know about it and it's just going to be fucking awesome. And I was like, no, dude. And I was like, I was like, honestly, man, I know Vince. I've, hang, I've hung out with Vince for a long time. As soon as you get ready to jump, he's going to speed up and you're going to fall on your face and I'm still going to run your ass over. And so I was like, you dude, you can't do this. Finally talked him down. You know, and so we just finally get back to Vince's house. We get over there, and Vince's like, "What the hell? Ha- what happened, man? I thought you were gonna." Because he actually called him up as well before. You know, I told him I told him he couldn't do it, and he's like, "What happened? I thought you were gonna jump in the back of my truck." And I was like, "I wouldn't have let him." I was like, "Cause I knew you were gonna speed up and let his ass fall." And he's like, hundred percent, man. That's exactly what the fuck I was gonna do." <laughs> he's like, "I'm sitting here telling Cody the whole time. I was like, as soon as this dumb shit tries to jump, I'm speeding up so he cracks his face." And I was uh-huh. like, "Jesus Christ, man!" I don't-. And so then, once again, another time where I just completely knew the future.
1: So, uh, in that day, Jason both got high as fuck, and he also saved a crackhead's life.
0: Yeah, so I, there's one more crackhead
1: on the street because of me. I'm sorry. You you did well, sir. Well, I mean, you're, I saved you're do, a life. You're doing God's work.
0: But, I mean, is that a life you're supposed to save? Isn't Darwinism supposed to sort those out? No. Survival of the fittest? We've we
1: surpassed Darwinism. <laughs> okay, I guess so. So, I was thinking, man, and I think it would be fucking phenomenal if we got our 70-year-old grandma high as fuck.
0: Have <laughs> we got grandma high as fuck? Yes.
1: I mean, so I put this in perspective, our grandma's probably the most conservative, you know, super fucking southern lady. She's a lady. Yeah. You know. she's, a la- she's
0: a lady in the sense of a word of a lady. And, you know, like, she always tells us, like, there's ladies' work and there's men's work. Ladies' work is to clean the house and cook the food. Men's work is to work on the stuff outside. Exactly. So, I mean, she's very southern, very traditional, very lady-like. And I can't imagine this lady just getting fucking
1: high off her ass.
0: I think it would be phenomenal, man. I I don't even know what that would be, but I would pay good money to see Grandma high. I would love to sit there and smoke a joint with Grandma.
1: That would be awesome. I mean, can you imagine her, like, trying to yell at Papa while she was high
0: as shit? (laughs) She's trying to yell at our grandfather, Weldon, stop that! And she starts laughing and shit, falling over the chair, and then she starts getting the munchies, she starts just killing some cookies or some shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It would be fantastic. So, guys, we need each one of you to help us. We need you all to get your grandma's high so our grandma can see the benefits of getting high.
0: I actually seen a video of three grandmas getting high. I showed you that video. Yeah. They got high for the first time. They all fucking enjoyed it. And then they all ate some Doritos and they were happy as fuck.
1: So if you do get your grandma high and it's fucking phenomenal, take a video of it, send it to us, and we'll show our grandma and get her
0: high. Yeah, definitely. I want to get grandma. high. I mean, on that note, hell, I would love to like smoke something with my mom. Oh, yeah. Because like, our moms back in the 80s, you know, you know, they did all kinds of drugs, fucking smoking weed, acid, all kinds of shit. You know, I mean, it's just what everyone did back then. Yeah, I mean, my mom actually she told me one time. You know, I was talking to her about it because I think so. What happened? We were talking to my friend's uh, mom, Cody's mom. We were talking to her, and she was saying that she did acid, and we were we were like laughing at her, like calling her a hippie and stuff like, "Oh, you're a hippie, you did acid." And so we told my mom about it. And I was like, "Yeah, she's a hippie. She's a total hippie. She did acid." My mom was like, "Just because you do acid doesn't mean you're a hippie." And I was like, "Yeah, it does, man. If you do acid, you're a hippie. Those two just go together." And, and my mom just looked me dead in the eye. She's like, "I've done acid. I'm not a hippie." And I was just like. What? You did what? mom? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? And she's like she's like that's what kids did in the 80s. She's like we had drugs. You have you guys have video games. I mean, that's just different worlds. And I was like, holy shit. So I mean, yeah, you know, I found out that my mom smokes weed and stuff like that. And so I think it would be fucking phenomenally fun for like our mom, you know, our moms and us and you know, once it becomes legal in Texas and
1: grandma, yeah, just just fucking smoke and just it have could a great be a time. family event. I mean, yeah. you can bring your sister. I mean, she can bring her kid whenever she's of age. We can all get high shit. Yeah, I was about to say, when of age. Yeah. Definitely, because my, my niece is eight
0: right now. Yeah,
1: that, that's why I added that caveat.
0: <laughs> when she's of age. So, yeah, definitely. It's not something that we're going to let her do anytime no, soon. No,
1: no, not by any means. That speaks to the overall validity of weed and how it can transcend the generational gaps and stuff.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, you know... It's not something that, you know, just young kids do or something like that. I mean, anyone can benefit from weed.
1: I mean, look at fucking Willie Nelson. The guy's is, is a successful as shit. He's a multi millionaire, and he's completely high all the fucking time.
0: I'm pretty sure he has his own weed strains and stuff like that, like in Colorado and stuff like that. I like, wouldn't be surprised. I I'm, mean, I'm, I'm sure pretty if you sure that's walk, something.
1: I'm sure if you walk up to his bus, it just looks like fucking on fire or something. Yeah. There's just smoke continuously rolling out of the windows.
0: So, I mean, you know, with weed, I just... Man... You know, we've talked about, I think we're beating a dead horse on the podcast now. We've talked about it a few different times. But, I mean, it's just, there's so many benefits to it. And, I mean, it does nothing but make the fucking world happy. Like, you know, with all this shit we have going on, like, you don't, you're never going to find a mad hippie. Or, or a potter. Or a potter. A potter? <laughs> a potter. <laughs> you're a never going to find Harry Potter. <laughs> no, like a potter. Like, you know, that makes, like, pottery and shit. Oh, okay. You don't, well, there's, there's shit Those guys are not part. mad. Those guys are always, they just fucking love pottery. No, but you're never going to find a pothead or a stoner. That's where pothead and stoner together, potter, that's where it comes from. So, but you're never going to find a mad stoner, man. Like, all the fucking stoners are just always happy and, you know, the, you know it's a great fucking thing. Like, if you start giving weed just to everyone around the world, like, you could stop wars. Yeah, like, let fucking,
1: instead of jet streams and fucking chemtrails and shit, let's just drop THC all over the fucking globe.
0: Yeah, just start fucking just throwing THC out of planes and shit and just getting the whole world population high. Because you're never mad when you're high. I've never been angry when I was high off my fucking balls. Like, dude, it's just, you're fucking happy. It's the happiest thing ever. It's euphoria at its greatest. I would assume the only thing that's probably better as far as making you happy would be something like ecstasy. I've never tried it, but I hear that shit's pretty crazy. These clothes feel so good, man. Yeah, you just, like, you feel awesome. So, I mean, (laughs) I think weed has to become legal. And I think, that honestly, that could be, like, the first step in, like, world peace or some shit. (laughs) Because you just, I don't know. It's the best thing there is. So
1: I mean, yeah, either way, we're definitely going to get our grandma high. I mean, whether she consents to it or not, she's getting high.
0: I would not say that where other people can hear it to where you leave a paper trail. So,
1: uh... Oh, it won't be in paper. Allegedly. It, it, it'll be in brownies, not paper.
0: Brown, weed brownies. I, I bet we could get her on some weed brownies. Oh, yeah. Just don't tell her it's 100%. weed brownies. I
1: still I feel, think that's illegal. Jason, I feel kind of funny.
0: Okay, hold on. So what if it is legal? Is that is that illegal to put something in somebody, like, if they don't know you're doing it, without their consent? I would assume so.
1: I mean, I think they call that rape. Putting uh, something in somebody without them knowing
0: <laughs> it. Yeah, I think Bill Cosby learned that one the hard way. Pill <laughs> Cosby, baby. Yeah. You're jello in the there. <laughs> Any
1: fucking ways. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I guess we've been going on for enough time. I know we missed last week, and we're sorry. We'll try not to do it again. We'll try to be a little bit more prepared, but
1: hope guess, you enjoyed this new uh, freeform. That we're yeah, about. a
0: little bit freeform. So we'll, we'll try to do this a little bit more. This is a little bit more personal and stuff like that. So we're still definitely going to do some of the structured stuff, as we've always done.
1: Because there's so much cool shit to talk about. Yeah, there's world.
0: so many things that we, we just enjoy talking about. And, I mean, it's, an, it's a learning experience. I enjoy learning new cool things, and I'm sure you do as well. Yep. And hopefully you guys do as well. And if not, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, because learning's cool, all right? Stay in school, kids. <laughs> but either way, we've been going on for enough now. So this has been the Random Words Podcast. And hopefully we made your Monday just a little bit better. I'm Jason, he's Matt, and we'll catch you guys next time. Take it easy.
1: See you bitches later.
0: Hey guys, thanks for listening to this week's episode. But in the meantime, if you're wanting to keep up with the show, there's a few different places you can reach out to us at. We're on Twitter at RandomWordsCast, Facebook.com forward slash TheRandomWordsPodcast, and you can find our archives on YouTube. Also, if you want to send us an email, hit us up at the RandomWordsPodcast at gmail.com. And don't worry, we'll be back next week to fill your ears once again. Stay beautiful, you fucks.
1: The Random Words Podcast will shut
0: down in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.
1: Goodbye.